What's up, fam bam? It's your girl, Just Be Real, and we're back. Happy 2023. Happy New Year. We made it, y'all. And it's a whole nother year with a whole nother blessing and a whole nother opportunity. Season 8 premiere, and we're here. I'm glad y'all been sticking it out with me with this ride, and I just got more for y'all. So, enough of me chatting. Let's get real. What it do, what it do, what it do, que tal, you know, que lo que, like, what's up, y'all? I miss y'all. I haven't had an episode since December 11th. I want y'all to know it felt mad weird not recording every week for y'all. I'm sure y'all were probably like, Jess, when you coming back, like, we need more gems. We need more inspiration. We need more motivation. And I'm here. Um, and I'm, I, I think it's funny because everybody complained about how podcasts, a lot of the podcasts are like misogynistic. Cause I know y'all probably seen plenty of them where it's like men bashing women or they just got all this opinion, but no fact. And it's just like one-sided theory. Now y'all know me, I get personal stories. I be having my own opinions, but normally nine times out of 10 is based behind a fact, um, where I'm able to give a thesis as to why I feel how I feel and break it down so that if you are going to ask questions and we're having a conversation, because everybody's not always agree with me. I'm pretty sure there's probably episodes y'all listen to. Y'all didn't agree with me 100% on what I was doing or what I was saying and had thoughts. And a couple of y'all sometimes had conversations with me and I appreciate it because I feel like my my thoughts are not always the right thoughts or as I should say, my thoughts are not the only thoughts. So y'all opinions matter, y'all thoughts matter, conversations need to be had because everybody has different perspectives, everybody has different mindsets, everybody has different upbringings, values, and cultures. So to to be one-minded and be so narrow-minded, I think it's more so of a clout kind of thing where niggas is chasing off the clout to be seen rather than to be heard and using the platform to the best of their ability to enlighten and acknowledge what it truly is as opposed to being more of a toxicity to whatever they're talking about. However y'all want to take it is y'all business. But y'all, I need that much need a break though. Like when I say there was so much going on between that, like that case and like the holidays and like, unfortunately, Matt and my family got birthdays in December. So December was crazy. Like going home to New York was like a whole vibe within itself. Like, yo, shout out to Ayana, shout out to Angel, shout out to Jazz. And shout out to my sis, Eb. Like, when I say those are, like, the four people who are, like, dope as fuck. But when I say, like, Eb, Ayana, and Angel are, like, my pyramid. Like, I said it before this week, earlier this week. Like, my grandmother always told me, like, um, if you have three good girlfriends in your life, that's all you need. Each corner is created for protection, has a point of protection. So what's the point of having a circle where you have a straight line connection? And that's a fact. If y'all don't get it, y'all don't get it. I'm not about to dissect it for y'all. Everybody has their own interpretation. Um, but just know I'd rather have a triangle than a circle any day because for me, circles are endless. You don't know where the pinpoints are unless like you are in the nucleus of it and have the radius to understand the true circumference. Now I'm talking geometry. Um, but you really don't have a pinpoint to know where people really stand. I feel in your life, like a circle's never ending, which is true. It, it, it can be broken because it can be split in half, but when you split it in half, how do you know what people are in that circle are actually part of your circle? Like there could be like a thousand points in the circle to create a radius, but doesn't mean that those thousand points actually make part of the circle. Cause they can be broken parts in that circle. You literally are just spotted around, like, as opposed to my triangle, there's three points and three points of protection and I'm in the middle and no matter where I go to each corner, they're going to make sure that I'm protected by all means. And there's never a question because it's a straight direction to each part of what I need them for. So, 
Ebony, Ayana, Angel, I love y'all. I don't even like using the term besties, but that's what this society, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, calls it as. So Ayana and Angel have, y'all heard me talk about them before. They've been my friends since we were 11. So we pretty much have gone through life together, going on 22 years. My sister's birthday is on Thursday, so shout out to Angel. She will be 33. So I claim this, this is our, I don't say it's the, I don't say it's the Pippin year because everybody say that, but I say it's the Ewing year because Patrick Ewing is so underrated, but has accomplished so much. And it's the Jesus year. And everybody knows that 33 was like his pinnacle year. And it's just so much that my friends are doing that I'm just so proud of them. Like they're just growing and glowing. And I just feel blessed enough to be fortunate to grow and glow with them. Like not a lot of people have their childhood friends where they have them, but there's not a relationship where y'all are really close. Um, those who follow my personal social media know that Angel is the mother of my god baby, <laughs> who is a bunch of work. Liberty is literally liberty. Um, but I haven't seen him in over a year because, you know, with COVID and our schedules when I was home, it was just so much going on. And she was studying for her real estate exam that she passed. So shout out to my girl and her being a mom. Like she had two literally under the age of two. So, and then she has her older daughter, Leilani. Shout out to Leilani. She just got nominated for class president. So proud of you, baby girl. And um, don't get me wrong. Liberty is my godchild, but they all my nieces because Angel's my sister. We don't address each other as us, um, as anything else. Even though we probably, probably to, to the world are best friends, but we're sisters. That's family. It's going to always be my family. Um, and Liberty is a mess, baby. When I say I ain't seen her since her second birthday because I didn't go to her third when I said baby girl is been here before and wouldn't let me out her sight but I love it I love it because kids don't lie so if kids if she's willing to be around me after not seeing me for a whole year and don't want to keep me out her sight that means as a godparent guiding her spiritually and emotionally which is what my duty is as a godparent even though I am over 700 miles away is I I'm doing the right thing um because, baby, when I say she wasn't leaving me, she was not leaving me. Like, she had to go to the bathroom. She was like, um, don't move. Don't move. Like, she was making sure I didn't leave without saying something. So, I, I love that. And it, it, it's just amazing to be loved by the little people. Um, and her little sister, Levy. Oh, my goodness. The sweetest little thing. Shout out to Angel and Sean for doing a thing with my nieces. They're so well-mannered, articulate. Mind you, Liberty's three. Levy will be two this year. They're so articulate and so knowledgeable at such a young age. It's just amazing to see their growth and expansion um, as, so, as so being so little. So shout out to them. Ayana just had a birthday. Um, she's a Capricorn. Y'all know it's Capricorn season. If y'all don't know, I'm fifth house Capricorn stellium. We are currently in a Capricorn retrograde. <laughs> um, so it's been a lot for me. Like I'm very much in a space where I am standoffish or in solitude so today's episode is called solace and solitude um and that's only probably because tapping more into my astro astrological realm um listening to novi on her on her lives on twitter and just doing more research on my own has been like major for me these last few weeks um and my fifth house stellium is stellium i don't even think that's a word but it's doing what need to be done like Having major planets that are in retrograde at this current moment in Capricorn um, is crazy. Like, y'all, and the fact that my fifth house stellium, which I probably don't know, is my fifth house stellium, I was born in a retrograde. Right. Like, 
when I say I was born, like when my, my birthday, a lot of I realized of my actions of me retreating from people or being so quick to detach and revisit things before I'm able to just like really want to be bothered is because I was a child born in retrograde. Um, my Mercury was in retrograde when, which happens to be my sun sign when I was born. Um, my fifth house stellium, which is my Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune, all retrograde planets. My north node is a retrograde planet, which is Aquarius. And, you know, Aquarius are very insightful and very mindful. Um, but this Capricorn, murky retrograde that don't end until the 19th is doing what needs to be done. Like, my Saturn and my Saturn and Uranus currently right now, this is probably like so, y'all probably like, Jess, really? I'm trying to help y'all so y'all can get educated. This Saturn and Uranus are currently in retrograde at the moment. I want to say they are. Let me confirm. No. Uranus and Neptune are in retrograde right now for Capricorn. Yes, I took notes. I do. I am old school. I don't use my phone. I like to write stuff down because that's how I retain information. Um, so Neptune and Saturn are currently in retrograde right now in this Capricorn retrograde that we're in. And because I am born in a retrograde planet, there's so much positivity and things going on in my life that I'm not going to speak on because some things are better left to be said and... I just don't feel like sharing. Some things are best kept to self. Um, that have been happening that I just feel so like, ah. Oh. So my rewards are coming in for all the hard work I've been putting in. And sometimes people look at retrograde as something that's so negative. But in reality, like, y'all need to look deeper. Study astrology for what it really is and have the comprehension to expand your mind outside of the rhetoric that's being spewed on social media. Um, and literally learn it for yourself. So... We just had a full moon Friday. It was a new full moon. I want to say, was it in Cancer? It might have been in Cancer. Not too sure, but that's when my um, Sharon is in. Um, and was it? I don't. Y'all don't quote me, but y'all know full moon rituals are a big thing for me. So full moons are when I cleanse, I sage, I remove any energy in my house, in my home, in my car. My crystals get cleansed, they recharge, and we start a whole new cycle, um, a, a moon cycle until the next one. So it's a time of reevaluation, release, and that's what I do is I release whatever happened in the prior cycle with the prior full moon and go into a new one. So if y'all into astrology, definitely recommend y'all go check out the, uh, go check out Novi Brown because she's about to be doing some new things. Um, y'all probably know her from Sisters. And then also go check out um, Daddy Bronx. She's pretty good. Very, very, very insightful. Um, and there's another one. I think Shorty Astrology. She's really, really good and very versed um, in astrology. So if y'all want to tap into it, I feel like astrology is something you tap into by your own merit because you want to understand why the world work, works the way it does. And you want to understand why you are how you are and the, the dissection of that plays into the houses, which plays into the degrees, which plays into retrograde, which plays into sextiles and squares and all this other stuff. I won't get into it. I'll have an episode about that at some point. And when I have that episode, I will know other, none other than have that episode with the Novi Brown. I, I mark my words now. Novi Brown will be my guest when we talk about constellations and conversations. Because why? Novi has a show called Constellations and Conversations. So I will, when I do go into astrology, that's the only person I'm determined to have a conversation with. And it will happen because it will happen. I just feel like me and Novi are just kindred spirits. There's a connection with us. That even though we haven't met, you know how you could feel that energy? That's what's there. So 
that's that. But in reality, for me, today's episode of Solace and Solitude, and it's crazy because sometimes me being such a person who's okay with being by myself, it bothers others because I'm on my business. Go figure. Um, I think I might have touched on this topic before, but I don't think I went into deep delving. So I'm going to just go ahead and go crazy. So as y'all heard, that was Be Like Water. PJ Moore in off his new album, Watch the Sun, with Stevie Wonder and Nas. Bomb record. Bomb collaboration. Like, think of the people I just said. PJ Morton, Stevie Wonder, and Nas. Like, come on, son. Like, this, these are musical gems combining themselves to combust into a musical energy that is just literally giving you a gravitational pull to just do whatever. And again, I'm a music head, so it matters to me who's sending the message and how the message is composed. Now for others, it ain't that it ain't that in depth, but I just feel like whatever I'm absorbing in, I want to make sure that it's something that is going to benefit me and my growth and really not just feel good because it sounds good, but like feels good, speaks to my spirit and speaks to my soul. Whatever else y'all doing, how y'all listen to is y'all business. I don't do rap for real, not my thing. Um, honestly and truly not gonna hold you. The only recent rappers I probably would say I listen to anybody after anybody not anybody who's not in their thirties, I'm probably not listening to. Um, a lot of them who are in their thirties, if they're in my generation and they're not talking that real heavy, heavy, like progressive shit, I'm not listening to it. Um, so I guess you could say probably the most recent hip hop artist where I'm like infatuated with as y'all know is Rhapsody everybody else is like there I probably will touch it but I don't really rock with it because it's not my type of music it's not for me so again we are what we consume visually mentally spiritually emotionally what we listen to what we speak what we you know put our energy in what we feel what we taste literally all of our senses so I'm very mindful of what I allow in that space um and I don't give a damn how anybody feel about it so um but yeah, a solace and solitude, I spoke, brought up my best friends, or as y'all say, and, and my triangle, because these women have never taken offense to my solace. Um, y'all know what the word solace is. I don't know what to tell y'all. I feel like we've grown enough to just use Google. Google gives us a lot of responses. Not saying everything's always accurate, but it's always good to seek knowledge for yourself before asking somebody else. Let me say that again. Seek knowledge for yourself before asking somebody else. Um, and I am an introvert, a major introvert. Um, and I think the transition from leaving Delaware, because I always had a lot of kickbacks and was always around a lot of people because I also worked at Apple and I was also like, remember I went to school in Delaware. So a lot of people who stayed after school, like I was always, I guess we say in a mix and as they would say in New York, mixy. So like it was, it's different to now be in Charlotte. Because now it's more of a slower city, southern city type vibe. But because everything's so spread out, when you move, like, you're not in the atmosphere like that is back in Delaware. Which happens to be, like, people think it's nothing. But it's close to Philly. There's a lot of people. It's like a familiarity that it's a lot that goes on. So you could be caught up in the mixing and the, in the, in the ripping and the running. So being in Charlotte now, almost going on, what, five years? I don't have a set group of friends. I don't even have a set person I can depend on down here outside of family but i don't the people here are not for me like whatsoever they're not for me um and it's not because i'm trying to say oh southern people are it's just like a lot of people down here 
are either from here and they've never explored outside of this quote unquote Southern city lifestyle. So what their mentality is, is subjective and I'm not judging it's subjective to what they know. And that's fine. But that's not been me. Like I've been out on my own since I left for college. I've explored, I've traveled, I've been around different cultures. I've had different people I've interacted with. So I've come to the conclusion now after almost going on year five that I'm only here because this is a stepping stone. I don't feel like Charlotte is going to be the place where I stand my roots because it's just not. Like unless I, you know, unless I get married, of course, if I get married and my person's here, then that's what I'm going to be. But it's just like this is not. It doesn't give a home feeling. So I like when I say it's a residential kind of thing, it's literally just an address. Home for me is New York will always be. But like even in Delaware, Delaware felt like second home because I felt the love. I felt the energy. I don't feel that here. Like everybody to me, people say it's weird. But no, it's really weird because it's crazy to watch people who have such a set mindset in one track. And that's all they know, but they never step outside their comfort zone to explore elsewhere. And it's like, I can't be around those type of people because you're literally moving me backwards. And it's like a rocking chair, moving but not going nowhere. I'm not in that space to have those type of people in me because you'll be the people that try to kill my dreams or feel like what I'm feeling is just too extravagant. Or me doing what I do might bother you because there might be a hint of jealousy. And I'm not saying that's the case, but it might be a hint of jealousy because you're not doing what you want to do, but you're not making the efforts of putting in the work. Like for me, y'all might not know, but I started my business in 2015. Yeah, 2015 is when I started my business. I'm going into eight, literally, this month will make eight years I've had Be Real Relations. There's been so much I've done in Be Real Relations over these eight years that I haven't had my break yet. But you know what? Tabitha Brown is a prime example of it's not on your time, but God's time. So she was in the business over 20-something plus years, almost three decades before she got her big break. I'm not counting the time because it's going to be on God's time. So when I'm supposed to get recognized or when my business is supposed to flourish and take off, it will. But in the meantime, I'm praising in the hallway till that door opens up. Or I'm looking out the window, looking at how great the view may be until I get there. You feel me? So I'm not tripping. But it's just like I know over these eight years I've been grinding. That this podcast, I've been grinding these last two years, going on three years. I've been going hard with my art. I've been expanding myself, putting myself out there with my businesses, connecting with other creatives. Like I did yesterday, we was in a Dollar Tree and the girl was like, I love your jacket. And I'm like, oh, great. Thank you. I did it myself. I'm always letting somebody know my work because it's my work. But she was like, yeah, I do it too. I just do it for my daughter. I'm like, yo, another black female. Yo, here's my business card. Like, let's connect because it's not often you run into a lot of black females who are in the creative realm who do art. She was like, I know the drawing process. Like, she was literally breaking down, like, how it is when I create. And I love that. Like, so why would I limit myself and not connect with this young queen or connect with this queen knowing we in the same realm and she could be helping me and we help each other? You feel me? Like, it's not always the fact of being in solace and solitude where you have to distance yourself because you feel like you're better. But because the way your mind and your processing of how you think is just more honest, a template of... I don't have to have a people around me to be my cheerleader, my motivator. Push me to do what I need to do because I want to do it for myself. And being an introvert, it allows me to do just that. So, like, the people I've encountered in Charlotte, some of them cool, some of them weird, some of them ops. It is what it is. But I take the lesson and I detach. Like, I, the art of detachment, I probably say it all the time, is the best thing for me. Like... I realize things are for the moment. If they leave, they're supposed to leave. Stop holding on to it because you might be blocking the blessing for yourself just that because you're holding this person around. And that's exactly what it is. Like, there's people I've met and I'm like, yeah, that one interaction was enough for me. I wouldn't kick it with you because 
what your moral basis of having fun is, it's not me. Like, I'm not about partying or going out to drink and just drinking every time we link. Let's talk about business plans sometimes. Let's talk about strategies. Let's talk about your mental state. Let's talk about your emotional upbringing. If we're going to talk about your relationships, let's talk about what contributions in your relationship are you giving and what are you receiving and what do you expect it to look like? Like, what are your goals for that? Or we can still keep keying. Like, me and my Ayana, my homegirl I just told y'all about who had a birthday. We, the best thing I love about our friendship, and she just said it to me like a couple weeks ago. She was like, girl, what I love about our friendship is we can still spiritually talk about God because we were grounded in the church, but we can still also have conversations about craziness that's nonsense, but also talk about the things that matter where you're not just giving us listed advice. You're really trying to make me think for myself and answer my own questions. I want thought provoking relationships. I'm sorry. That's just me. Like, like Amanda still says, I am not a small talk type of person. I need to have something that's stimulating my mind because other than that, I'm not interested. And when it comes to an introvert, if I'm not interested in the conversation, I don't want you in my space because you're going to annoy me. Simple as that. But also Amanda Seals made it her business too to say we are each other's business. When we look, uh, when we lift each other up, we look out for each other. And that's exactly what it is too. First time I got that right without having to think twice. <laughs> but it's the truth to that too. Like Amanda's an introvert. She's just able to be in an extrovert world. Lo and behold, Gina Torres. Gina Torres. She's an introvert. But lives in an extrovert world because why? They're in Hollywood. They're actors. They're entrepreneurs. They're, you know... Uh, thespians they're literally multifaceted so in the world that they're in they have to communicate they have to put themselves out there but in probably their personal lives they keep but so many few close to them and in between and that's fine I think Novi's an introvert too like everybody I truly admire introverts Tammy's one for sure I know because she don't really deal with that many people uh so is Demetria McKinney Amanda we know for sure Tasha has people but they're people that if you ever realize Tasha Smith like she deals with people because there's longevity and loyalty. Like, she doesn't just allow anybody in her space. Simone Missick, I would say, is an introvert because she's not really out here with a lot of people or give a lot to give. Novi, I already spoke about. Queen Latifah, I feel, is an introvert. So is MC Light because they don't expose a lot to the public. A lot of it is people that they personally know. Um, same with uh, Coco Coco Jones. Coco Jones is the same same way. I feel like Rhapsody is the same way. She cool, but she she's more to herself. Like So a lot of people I admire are introverts but that's why I love them because they show me like girl there's nothing wrong with you you just like doing stuff at your pace without all the outside noise solace and solitude okay Gina thought I said it best it's not just because I'm an introvert doesn't mean I don't like you I just don't like all of you at the same time it's a fact I it's not the fact and when I say I don't like people it's not the fact I don't like you I just don't like a bunch of people all at the same time. I could like you individually, but at the same time, it's not for me. Like, there's this one person um, I've been trying to get to know better on a one-on-one level because I don't know them like that and I've met them, but we haven't had no true one-on-one conversation to truly understand them and call me a weirdo. But I like to understand people to see if I even want to allow you to even get close into my space. And it hasn't happened yet. And it's been over two months. And I'm in this space like, okay, fuck it, because you're not making the effort. But nonetheless, you want to be around me in group shit, but you don't want to, you haven't been around me one-on-one. And I don't feel like the group, the group as a whole is not for me. So the fact that you and I are on the same page as introverts and we haven't done a one-on-one thing, I'm not about to push it. Like, it is what it is. So you claim you're an introvert, but it's not giving. It's giving more of, it sounds cool to say because that's what you're saying, but I don't really live that life. 
So niggas lies don't be matching their actions, but I have no desire to know you now because it's capricious and it's nonstop bullshit. And I don't do well with bullshit. And I feel like being an introvert is like what people think is cool, like the new wave. Like, you know how the generation has the whole thing of, oh, I don't care that whole heartless shit. They think that shit is cute and it's not. Like, legit being an introvert is me because I will get anxiety if I'm overwhelmed. Like, if I'm around way too many people and I don't know the energies, I will literally possibly have a panic attack. If I'm around energy, I don't know. and I'm not forewarned about to be around people I don't know. I could literally turn into a bitch to them because I wasn't prepared to receive or be around new energy you see what i'm saying so it is and it's not like it comes off as we're bitches or we're rude but in reality it's just our our social boundary and it has to be respected because everybody don't move the same some people like to be around a bunch of people and that's how they recharge i am one who likes to be by myself like again like i told you i was home in new york for two weeks and i only said an extra week because my homegirl ayana wanted me to and we brought in the new year together and we haven't literally since 2012 so i'm like you know what? i'm gonna stay home plus it was no rush for me to get back even though i was prepared to just bring in the new year doing nothing because the shit don't mean nothing to me like my your new year's on your actual date of birth so my new year was on the 37 on the 27th going into my 32nd birthday this is not really my new year it's a new year to society but it really ain't nothing for me um but I'm just like, eh, okay. So I, I was prepared to just chill. Like, I didn't really care about being around people because, again, I'm an introvert. Like, I would have been okay with a bottle of champagne, watching the ball drop on the screen. Like, I don't care. Happens to be, too, that my best friends are introverts. Um, they don't really, one has a whole family. Angel don't really deal with people. Ayana don't really deal with people. Neither does Ebony. But... It's a privilege because I don't, was understood don't need to be explained. So when I go into my modes of solitude just to find my solace, they don't take it personal. They just be like letting it rock. Like, let's for instance, Ebony, I texted her two weeks ago. She didn't text me back until like two weeks later, which was like earlier this week. She's like, oh yeah, my bad, I've been MIA. Girl, I don't give a fuck. You ain't got to tell me that you've been MIA. You respond when you respond. That's because we have a mutual understanding because we know how each other are. Now, somebody else, if that would have been them and I text them, like there's one person I text back in November and haven't heard from them yet, now you're cut because, bitch, you're a weirdo. You're watching what I'm doing, but the whole time you can't respond in two months, that's wild. And there's no conversation of what the fuck going on. Like, fuck you. Like, I, you don't get that much grace. See, there's niggas you give grace and there's niggas that take shit for granted. Bitches like that take shit for granted. My niggas, like my, my, my triangle is always going to be grace because we see each other. You know what I'm saying? And it bothers people because they expect themselves to be put in the same category as them, and it's not them. Like, one time somebody I was, I had tweeted in my close friends on Twitter, like, oh, I can't stand people in Charlotte. They're not for me. Like, I be wanting to bring my best friends back with me. And somebody was like, oh, yeah, you might forgot to put the exception of this person. I'm like to myself, in reality, little do you know, you're not the exception either. Like, I don't even fucking know you, dog. Like, to make you an exception to a rule. But again, people will place themselves in categories that they haven't earned. Like my best friends have been around for 21 years, 22 years, and they've seen me through my transitions. They've pushed me, they've motivated me, they've uplifted, they've inspired, they've encouraged. So they have the loyalty and longevity match where they have that exception to a rule mentality. Ebony has had that exception to the rule mentality. Crazy shit about it, me and Ebony never met in person. Yeah, we're sorors. Never met in person, but we've been following each other for over the last 10, 11 years and ain't never met in person. But you would have thought the way that I, we talk about each other, bitch, we, we, we hung out a couple times. No, like, and that just shows the power of social media and how close you could be with somebody. Because when you build that relationship outside of that portal and in real life, real time, 
the shit changes. Like, nobody would ever know me in Ebony. Now y'all do. Never met in real life. I'm going to visit her this year, though. Her and my nephew, June, whose birthday's coming up, too, on January 10th. Um, and you would never know. Because, again, it's nobody's business. And like I said, when you mind your business and you're an introvert, because you really are an introvert, because my mom hates it. She always says I'm mean or I'm rude. But that's because my mom's an extrovert. A very much major extrovert. That's why we class so much. Because what's rude to her is because I have a social boundary, an emotional boundary where I don't want to be tied to somebody. You want someone to come over there, that's their business, or they want to come over here to see you, but I don't give a fuck about them. I don't want to see them. They're not on my radar. I'm not home for them. They could want to see me all they want to just because that's what they want. Don't mean that's what they're going to get. We all want things in life. Don't mean we always get them. Oh, you're so rude. Okay, I'm rude. And my mom be mad because I'm dismissing her. You don't get to validate how I feel and what my emotional boundary is. Yet again, what you experience and what I experience, we're two different people. Yeah, I'm your child, but there's a lot in life that you weren't, a, you don't know about me on a day-to-day because -day we don't live in the same house and haven't since I was damn near 17. So you don't know, you know of me, but you do not know me. Like, I don't know my mother like that because I know of her, of the time me and her lived together. But it's not until we take time when I'm home where we have conversations or like now where we talk more to understand each other. Like my mom put a, a whole 101 positive words and affirmations when she sent me back home with stuff. That's because my mom knows words of, words of affirmation are my thing now. But if I never, well, we never would have taken the time to understand each other and what our love languages are, then we would still be going at it like cats and dogs, oil and water, not knowing that it's, it's not even the fact that we don't listen to each other. We just don't understand how we receive information and how we receive people and how we see things through our lenses. You feel me? Like, we be so quick to cut people off, but have we explained to them to, for them to have the opportunity to understand who we are? Like, I'm quick. People say I'm quick to cut people off, but that's because I have a bullshit odometer that can read miles away. Okay? My big four, Virgo. Leo, Scorpio. And I say big four with those three because my Leo and Venus is in my 12th house, which makes me an enigma to a lot of people. And I take pride in that because the 12th house is a house where it's a lot of secrecy and hidden talents or hiddens, uh, hidden agenda, not even hidden agenda, but hidden things that go on that are not meant for the world to see. Like we're mainly people that are supposed to be heard, but not really seen. Like we're the one that reaps the benefits, but we don't have to do a lot to be seen in the, for in the limelight to get it done. So, like, I'm an enigma to a lot of people, and because I have Leo, Venus in my 12th house, it bothers people because they can't figure me out. They don't know what I'm doing or how I'm doing it because I choose to selectively share what I want to share, and even still, I don't put all of my stuff out there. The only people that, even, even like, when it comes to my, my, my pyramid, there's some things I don't tell my pyramid that is literally kept for me or put in my journal because I don't feel like it needs to be shared with them either. But that, the question mark, the inquisition and knowing who I am bothers people because they can't really place me. And I love that. I love it. And that's where my solace and solitude comes because I'm like water. Let it flow. Water. Just let go. Like I literally, where you end up, you don't know. Just let it flow. Like, and that's just me. I just let shit flow. Like what's supposed to happen happens. If there's something else that changes the trajectory of where I'm supposed to be, then that's what it's going to be. Like I find peace in silence. Um, it might also be because I'm an only child too. Like I was raised as an only child. I'm t I call myself a popular loner because a lot of people know me. I know a lot of people. A lot of people don't know me. They know of me, but they don't know me. Like I know a lot of people because people tell me a lot of stuff. Cause it's just that energy again, 12th house energy where people feel that like they confide and could tell me life stories. Even the people I don't kick it with no more. I would never reveal their secrets cause it's, that's just not how I am. 
But a lot of people, me doing the same, it, no, it's layers to this shit, motherfucker. I'm an onion. Peel back. And if you get stopped in the middle and don't get that forward to the court, it wasn't meant for you to be there. You're supposed to get what you're supposed to get. And that's the lesson. So, like, it's a stillness for me. And I, I appreciate the stillness because sometimes it gets so congested with the next move or the next opportunity that we don't live and be in this, that moment. So, me taking a step back, like, right now, being in New York for two weeks, I don't want to be around people. I don't want to be around people unless I have to. Like, if y'all don't know, I work from home. <laughs> I'm an introvert to the core. Like, I don't... I went into accountancy because if I was a lawyer, one, I didn't want to do all that reading shit. Two, I didn't have the patience to be in school that long. Even though I could go ahead and retort and go back and forth for people on a regular basis, because that's what I've done my whole entire life, but I don't want to be around people, okay? I prefer to be in my own space. Some people are like, oh, I don't know how people work from home and still got to be. It works for me. Everybody's different. I love it. Because one, I don't got to get dressed. And two, I don't have to be face to face because my team not even in my state. Like, they're in a whole, they're in the Midwest. Even better. I don't got to deal with you. I love it for me. Communicate through email. I don't want to be on the phone. I don't want to be in your presence. Let me do my job and you do yours. That's what it is. But also, what I realized that people don't think is that sometimes when there's solace and solitude, being alone sometimes is God wants all your attention, okay? Did you hear what I said? Sometimes being alone and having solace and solitude is because being alone, God wants all your attention. Sometimes God will give us messages and things in the forefront for us to take time to just for him to say, hey, I'm here. I'm trying to get your attention. Okay, let me do something drastic. Like when people, you know how people be like, Oh, well, I asked God for this, but something this happened and it was something drastic. And it's just like, okay, great. Well, did you not realize the other 20 times he was getting your attention? So it took him to do this for you to realize this is what you needed to do. Like, and we get so clouded in our own understanding. Y'all know Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. If y'all don't, go look it up. That we don't lead on to his. And when we don't, he takes drastic measures for us to go ahead and lead on to his understanding. So he wants all your attention sometimes because I know there's moments even where I've been in my solace of solitude where I'm not dealing with people. Like the other day, I literally just busted out in tears. Didn't know why. It wasn't nothing wrong with me. Just busted out in tears and just started playing my gospel playlist. And I just feel like, okay, God just said, I just want some time with you by myself, my child. Like focus on me. Let us connect. Because you know when they say when your words are few, God still hears you. In your cries, he still hears you. No matter what you say, he knows your heart. I literally just sat there, busted out on tears, sat on the floor, and just listened to my gospel playlist in the dark and just started crying. Crying tears of gratitude just because I knew God was trying to like, well, so we in a new year, girl. You're going to give me some time, more time than before. You're going to acknowledge me when you feel me over to power your spirit and just talk with me. The stillness. If I wasn't still enough to be able to not be home because I'm around fire signs. Sagittarius sons who have to hear and be heard, and they're going to be louder until you hear them. Well, I'm the opposite. I'm a Virgo. Leo just automatically claims attention without having to say much. So that shit, we be okay. So I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go home. I don't be bothering nobody. I just want to be in my own peace, my own solitude, nothing like that. Like, that's what it is. And they're probably like, well, how, Jess, you're in a sorority. Don't, that don't mean nothing. I was an individual before I joined the sorority. Don't get me wrong. I love my sorority. I love the sorority I'm a part of. But everybody ain't for me, and I ain't for everybody. And that's in any sorority or any type of group setting that people are in, and it's more than one person. It's life. But I have people like Ebony, who's my sorority, where we connect and we see each other because we're on the same type time. So that, as long as I got that, I'm good. You feel me? I'm good. I'm good. 
but it allows me to to understand the process of when God's like, I'm taking you places that everybody can't go. So I feel like that random cry, I don't know if it was, but it was like, God's like, I got places I'm taking you this year that you have to just take the moments where I'm, where you feel me and just let it happen. Because if you don't go with that spirit of discernment and listen to me on my understanding, you're going to constantly still be where you're at now and not go to the levels you want to go. So, and I also feel like when you do have solace and solitude, it's quieter. Like when you're quieter, you're more clear to see things like. So I'll say it like this, when you're quieter and you're still and you just listen and don't speak, a lot of your vision is clearer. And I don't mean physical vision, like your mental vision, your spiritual vision, your emotional vision, you know, your psychological vision is clearer because you're not constantly talking. Like, you know how people who like, oh, I love to talk and they love to hear themselves talking. People say that me on this podcast, I don't care about hearing myself talk. I just try to share my knowledge, but People who like to hear themselves talk, but they're talking a bunch of nothing, like are talking in circles. Like I had somebody address me about something. I'm like, bitch, you're talking in circles. You're making no sense, but whatever. I'm I'm done listening to this because you're not making any sense. That's me. Like I'm quieter and I hear more and my vision is clearer. And I and, and because that person kept talking in circles, show that you were full of shit and you're a liar. So now I see that you're not worth it and you can't be trusted. So now my vision is clear to know where to place you because you've been full of shit this whole fucking time. If I didn't take the time to be quiet and just listen, I wouldn't have that clear vision. Wouldn't have that clear vision. Sometimes what we see could be an illusion to what we know. And what we know could be something that we're trying to suppress to not really see what we see, even though it's really already been seen. Run it back if you know what I mean, and then you'll break it down how you feel. So I said solace. Solace is comfort of isolation in a time of distress. Now, there's been a lot going on. And I don't know if y'all know within like a lot of December's, a lot of suicide talk. Y'all know my past being parasuicidal. I had a close family friend pass away from suicide. That DJ Twitch shit was a little triggering, which made me want to take a step back from social media. Um, Because as we know right now, people were talking all that stuff. And now everybody's silent again. Like, it's it's a fucking facade for me. Like... The shit of everybody saying, oh, da 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 it'll last for one or two weeks. And then after that, it's like, okay, now we're back to silence and nobody's talking about suicide. So, like, what are we doing? Like, y'all are making this known as a platform, but if you're not consistent, what the fuck are you here for? Hence why I unfollow so many pages because it's like, I'm tired of the same old bullshit. Y'all don't check on y'all friends in real life outside of them if they weren't on a suicidal, you know, a parasuicidal stream. So now all of a sudden, this thing is going to provoke you. Yeah, it can provoke you, but are you going to be consistent? Because the consistency is where it really matters. Like my friends will tell you, I check on them randomly because it's just like, you know what? You crossed my mind. I want to check on you. Or how's your mental? Like my homeboy, Dion. Y'all know Dion. He was on the podcast last season. And I hit him up and I'm just like, yo, buddy, how you feeling? How's your mental? And he's just like, yo. I'm all over the place, buddy. I'm fucked up. I'm like, well, what's going on? He's like, you know, think about my mom and what I want for my family. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm here. If you care to share, I'm always here. He's like, and that's what I love about you. He said, but what I love more is the fact that you're consistent. Like you will randomly just check in. But I don't know. It was in my spirit. God just said, checking on Dion. Lo and behold, Dion's having a moment where he's like, yo. And he's talked about it. Y'all heard him on a podcast. It's not like I'm putting out his business. Where he struggles with the loss of his mom, where he struggles being a father and, you know, having a child probably on the autistic spectrum, having twin girls, you know, being a husband, being a father, being a provider. It's common. 
But he shouldn't have to hold those feelings in. There should be a lending friend or ear outside of his wife that he feels comfortable to know like, yo, I'm not in a good space. And I respect him for saying that. Because y'all heard when he said he had a moment one time where he wanted to commit suicide. I just feel like it's necessary to sometimes have times in isolation when there's distress. Because if we numb it with alcohol, weed, and other people... It's like, do we ever get to the real resolution of what the true problem is and actually address it? Or do we just numb it and succumb to it? You see what I'm saying? Like, the people I'm telling you about who who's in a group that I don't really want to hang around, I'm not drinking and getting high because there's a reason why you're doing that on an every weekend basis. Maybe because you're younger than me and over and under 30 might be the case because that's probably what it is. You know, I was young at a point. But it's like... You're living your best life and you're entitled to do so, but I'm not in that space. So I don't give a fuck. I don't care to do that. Because to me, I come from a family of alcoholics, functioning alcoholics. I come from a family who use substance, substance abuses where it's a thing. So like, I'd rather journal. I'd rather script. I'd rather listen to music. I'd rather paint. I'd rather find something better because I've been down that road of isolation and being in distress and not having solace where I was cutting myself, where I was taking pills, self-harming. I'm not there and I don't want to go back. You feel what I'm saying? But sometimes the solace and the solitude is a safe haven for introverts like myself. It's a safe haven sometimes to have solace because people will project on you their opinions and how they feel about situations and shit that they've never experienced. That's why I don't ask people opinions on a lot of shit. Okay? And when they give it unsolicited, I fucking tune them the fuck out. Because you haven't experienced what I've experienced. You've not done half of what I've done. You haven't embarked on half of what I've embarked because you're still in the safe haven doing the same bullshit. No movement, just stagnant. You can't tell me what the fuck I need to do where you ain't never been where I'm going or even done where I've done what I've done to get to this point and cross over. You see what I'm saying? So it's just like, shut the fuck up. Solitude is a state of situation of being alone. Now, I love my solidarity, baby. Solitude, and it can be scary for some of solitude because you have to be with yourself and sometimes when you're in solitude it makes you have to address things that you weren't addressing and there also sometimes could be a suspicion in solitude because people like i said don't know what you're doing what you're thinking or how to move but again is that fully your fault because have they taken the time to understand you to know not to take it personal understand how you move and try to learn it or are they just based off assumption of what they think they know because they're comparing it to somebody else again a projection so it's a scaredness and a suspicion sometimes because people like to know what they know. And it, what people don't know, it bothers them because it's like, ew, I don't like that. Well, why you don't like it? Oh, because I don't, I ain't never seen it. Like people are like, oh, I don't like Brussels sprouts. I'm like, oh, have you ever tried them before? Oh no, I just don't like them. Well, you don't really, you can't say you don't like Brussels sprouts because you've never tried Brussels sprouts and you just don't like them because it's not something out of the something that you're used to. So until you try it, you can't say you don't like it. Because you're based off an assumption because somebody else told you that they don't like Brussels sprouts. Or you've seen it, you just don't like how they look. But the whole time, they could be good. Now, for me, I don't like Brussels sprouts. I've tried them, can't stand them. Had them sauteed, pan-seared, um, baked, all of that. It's nasty to me. I hate Brussels sprouts. But I used to be the same way about asparagus. I hated asparagus. I'm like, well, I don't like asparagus. The whole time, people were like, well, somebody dressed me. It was like, have you tried it? No. Tried it. I was like, eh, not really for me. Because the person who made it, it was stringy. Went to my uncle's house literally in December. And I and trust me, I make it myself. So I love the way I make it. Went to my uncle's house. He didn't even cook it. He just let it sit and marinate and seasoning. Opened up my mind to a whole new way to eat asparagus. I love it because I love it crunchy. I, I I adore asparagus. Again, the way my, my making my asparagus, asparagus analogy is to this. 
I didn't like it because I didn't know it. I wasn't familiar with it. So it bothered me because I didn't know how to place it in my life because I wasn't familiar with it. But whole time, people around me love it, but they've experienced it. So my opinion of me not liking it ain't behooving to them because they have a different perspective because they've actually tried it. I tried it, didn't like it again, but at least I can say I made the attempt. But the person who, who tried to give it to me wasn't the best person to receive it from. Sometimes that's how it is in life. Sometimes people give us stuff and it ain't the best person to receive the information from. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you really can't be in that group of people who like asparagus or like something because you ain't experienced it. So you kind of on the outside looking in. But then when you get the right person, i.e. my uncle, who's like, I would not even bake it or saute it. I just let it sit and marinate and go ahead and take a taste. Tasted it and loved it because it was crunchy and it was flavorful and it was seasoned well. Taking it from the right person can change your whole perspective of how you look at something and make you have, oh, well, now I'm going to start trying this more and more again because it's not even that, it's not as bad as I thought. Now the place where you were looking on the outside looking in, you can now be a part of the conversation because you have something to contribute. Sometimes we're on the outside looking in because you have nothing to contribute to the conversation. And those who are outside looking in who ain't been on it and can't contribute to the conversation, you can't listen to them. Baby, if solitude is how you live your life, then live it. If solace is how you live your life, then live it. Let them say what they say, because if they ain't experienced it or had time to sit with so, they can't tell you how to live your life, boo. They can't check you. Come on now. It's a sacredness, though, in solitude, because it's time with self. And it's something that nobody can take away from you. It also has a spiritual guidance as well, where it allows you to tap in. Like, I can safely say... I was, in, I was starting to jump into astrology because of my cousin. But 2020, being by myself and having more time, I studied more. Like, I was buying more crystals, understanding what they were meant for, understanding their purpose, understanding astrology, breaking down houses, breaking down degrees, sextiles, squares, conjunctions, that type of stuff. Because I'm like, I want to understand why I am how I am. And if I do, let me go look at my charts and see why what it has happened, had happened, and what its purpose is for me. It's also a sense of sanity because sometimes you don't want to be around people because they fucking with your sanity. And sometimes fucking with your sanity is what you really don't need in life because that's really all you got. And if it causes you to go ahead and stray away from it, then that means you just need sometimes to just sit with self. And it's like you're surrendering to yourself from what you've been running from as well. And it allows you to have a surplus of energy, which means when they say you can't pour from an empty cup, you have so much for yourself that you can pour into other cups and not go dry because you're making sure you're taking care of in your solidarity. You're there in your solace and your time of distress because you can't be no good to nobody else. On top of that, because you have this surplus, you are now self-full where you have a self-overflow. Like I said, so when you're self-full, there's no need for you to be selfish. Okay? There's no need to be selfish because you're self-full. There's nothing wrong with being selfish, depending on what's part of, you know, how you ever want to dissect it. But I don't, I, don't, I don't have a desire to be selfish with myself when people's like, oh, this is my year. It's all about me. Da, da, da. It's giving to me. It rings for me maybe because I'm consciously on a different mindset. It's selfish, selfish, selfish. But why can't you just be self-full and just have a surplus to give to others and still be all about you? You know what I'm saying? And more than anything, it's a, it's a space to allow for new things. Like, I feel like when you have solace and solidarity, you're allowing room for new things to happen. You're allowing for new opportunities. You're allowing for growth to just take its course and be like water and let you flow. I feel like 
there's solace in solitude. And you can never tell me otherwise. But if you know somebody who's an introvert and lives this same life that I'm living or trying to attain the bearings of knowing how to deal in a world who constantly wants you to be on the scene, let them hear this podcast. As I always say on air, let's keep it real. And always remember, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. I'll check y'all in the next one. See you later.